Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yizzo! Yizzo! How was that? It was, it was okay. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm okay. Good. Good. We're on week what? Eight? Is this week eight? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Or week nine? No telling when it's going to end, baby. That is so crazy. I'm We've getting comfortable. in the house. I, I found my little routine. I'll be honest. I like I'm being thriving. in the house. No, you don't. I do. I was never in my house before. Now I'm like. You know who doesn't like it? Your poor daughter. She loves it. Jojo she needs to be outside playing. Not in the house. She does get to go outside, but she's like, she's like into it. All right. Well, you got updates. What's going y- on? My updates. Um. Or I'm buying sugar cereal for JoJo now and myself. I never was allowed to have sugar cereal. So wow. I am damaging her by living vicariously through her. So we got corn pops. <laughs> what kind of cereal? Corn pops. That's not even bad. Like I That's will never like- buy marshmallow shit, but corn pops, child. And I life. I just want to say like delicious... Um- Cinnamon Captain Toast Crunch. Ooh, or Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch hurts your mouth. The roof. roof. But only after like the, the fifth bowl. So you'd be all right. The fifth bowl. It's completely worth it. Um, I'm realizing that really, really, I'm a homeschooling mom now. I pick all my vegetables. I homeschool my daughter and I wear clogs. You do not. And... Um, Kids only need like three hours of school, if that, like three hours of instruction. And then that's it. That's it. So basically school is daycare and I miss it. And I also realize that I am a possessive lover. Contrary to what everybody thinks, that I'm distant. And detached. But you're that too. I also want to eat my partner's head off. And then expect to be filled somehow from it. (laughs) (laughs) How's that going? How's he? How's he? He refuses. He refuses (laughs) to be eaten alive. And I can't believe it. He's like, yeah, I need some. It sweet. keeps it keeps the relationship going because I'm just running after him, trying to eat him alive, and he's like, "Stop saying that." I prefer to be alone. So, what are you whatever. tapping? Tap tap. My computer. Are you scrolling on things while you talk to me? No, I'm just making sure I know what the hell I'm gonna say. 
That's those are it. Oh, another thing that's really getting to me during this quarantine is Instagram commercials. What they call Instagram ads. I've oh nearly gosh. bought seven pair of shoes. Girl, if you buy anything I haven't right bought now. any of them, but the, I have been in seven checkouts within the, <laughs> a week. And I'm like, what the fuck? I need to buy food and a gun. And a but gun? I, yes, for the end of the world. But these Instagram ads, baby. They get in you. They, do you Maybe ever buy we need stuff to do from Instagram? Ad. No, I haven't. You've I have never to, bought anything. You've never swiped up and been like, oh, let me check this uh, fashion over skirt Booby out. tape. I bought booby tape. See? I did. And it worked. See? But that was it. I saw that thing. It was like the thing that you could. For, that was for Bali. It worked, but it doesn't work in warm climates. Because when you sweat, that tape be like. But I did. Um, updates for me. I've been thinking a lot about, I've been like, <laughs> I've been going inward. So I've been thinking a lot about entitlements and like how I've, I guess we all feel entitled to certain things just based off of living in the U.S., just being of a generation of privilege. And so, and I'm so sorry, if y'all hear noise in the background, my landlord is trying to fix my window that's broken. But um, anyway, and so I've been thinking about entitlements and, and how it relates or doesn't relate to gratitude. And so mm. I've kind of been reckoning like with the fact that we're not really entitled to anything. Like we're, we're taught, especially now to be like, you know, every human deserves this and every human deserves that. But in actuality, like this is really anything. teaching us that we not deserve. Not deserve, but entitled. Entitled, that's the word. Because I think we do deserve certain basic human rights. But just the way that these structures are, it's like, I don't know. The way the what world operates. What were you feeling entitled I to? I was just thinking about it. I was like, the way, I, we, the way the world operates is like, like, I'm looking at people who are furloughed. I'm looking at people who have lost jobs and what if I potentially lost my job? Like, does that mean that I, I am entitled to have one back or like, I was just thinking about all these things, like all these changes that could possibly happen within the world and within this time and how like we've been operating just like we've been operating as though like, like everything is promised and that we're entitled to it and entitled to the life that we know to be life. And that's just not the case. So I've just been trying to focus on gratitude and do it in a way where I'm not in my feelings, feelings where I'm like sitting around crying, but like do it in a way where I'm actually like really grateful. Like I just had an outshine bar and they are so good. Have you, you never had an outshine bar? <gasps> oh my God. It's just pure. It's just fruit. There's no added sugars. And it's like, if you're trying to get off, of chocolate and like those kind of things is amazing, but they're really hard to find right now because I think everybody's buying them up, and I'm so grateful that I just had it. Hallelujah! Outshine is not promised tomorrow. What if they don't make it through this? Child, you might have to get a chocolate one if Outshine is not around. No, but I'm being you know what I'm saying. And then also my neighbors are wilding. I don't even want to get into that, but that was a mess. My whole weekend was spent with police and precincts and threats and. 
documentation and orders of protection. It was a hot ass mess living up in the bed sty, child. But I got yeah, a bro, that was scary. I got a raggedy neighbor who ain't got nothing to lose during COVID. That's dangerous. Everybody Super dangerous. send your protective prayers over Antoinette, light a candle. You're gonna be okay, but still. Seriously, dead ass. Anyway, um we we did something exciting. We launched our Patreon and mm-hmm. shout out to the patrons. Hold on. I want to pull up a list to the first 10. Y'all know who y'all are. So Patreon is basically a place where we are going to be housing added content, um, additional content. Uh, there's some, there's a recipe up there now, every single weekly podcast, knock on wood, depending on technology will be uploaded a video version of that with behind the scenes of us getting our lives together and talking and trying to. Yeah. So basically it's a monthly subscription where, or a membership rather more like a monthly subscription where. You would pay monthly and then you'd have access to all of these like exclusive, like this exclusive (laughs) bitch, exclusive videos. So even the people that are listening on the podcast right now, you could actually see our faces and see how average or above average. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was like, what is she going to say? You can see us. Can see I think we look plant, great lighting. Got a plant hanging. It's black in my house because we don't, we keep it dark in here. <laughs> anyway, I want to shout out the first 10 patrons. Um, Bernita, uh, Blanca, Bernita Destiny, Diana, Jessica, Jonique, Kendra, Morgan, Nia, and Sadiqua. You know who you are, Yes. Shout out to y'all. Thank Shout you. Thank you for your support. And I think don't you you got some you have something coming. You better shoot that, Shanti. Give the people what they need. I'm excited for what? it. What? What are you talking about? Girl. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> shoot what? Your Patreon thing for this week. Oh, I better shoot that. Okay, okay. What did yes. you think? Oh, you mean like shoot a shot? No, I thought I was supposed... You were like setting me up for something to say next. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what am I supposed to say No. Um, yeah, so that is our Patreon. And we are going to move on to the Culture Corner. So... I was talking to my friend about this. I have a lot of Nigerian friends at this point. I don't Mm. know how. But he was so upset. Um, And he was like, I lost a friend. I was like, what? Who? And so he was telling me all about, he was like, you know Afrobeat, you know Fela, you know this, you know that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, well, you need to know Tony Allen then. So rest in peace to Afrobeat legend Tony Allen who was responsible for Fela's iconic sound and his like all his rhythms apparently and everyone basically cites them as being the founders of Afrobeat and I had no idea I didn't know this man's name I just thought it was all Fela and of course that's how we all think about artists but no it was Tony Allen 
And NPR writes, behind the kit, Alan used his entire body, laying out intricate polyrhythms with all four limbs. And he was so dexterous that it often seemed like he had more than four limbs. If you can go on YouTube, y'all, and YouTube him playing and how he's playing literally with his hands, both his hands and his feet, and like and playing different rhythms with all of his limbs is insane. It's like I can't even like you know how you're supposed to rub your stomach and pat your head at the same time. I can't even do that. So I can't imagine this and the fact that he created this sound. So um he did Shout not out die to of Tony COVID. Allen. Rest in peace. Yeah, Thank rest you in for peace to Tony. So look him up. To the motherfucking culture. Yeah. Uh yes. pour some libation. But also the culture is getting something this weekend. We are getting Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Baby. Who you got, Shani Nani? I feel like I feel like this they are ill matched for some oh. reason. I just feel like they're not. They just like two natural girls, down. right? What'd you say? They just two natural girls, right? No. That's how hands, I saw it. Like they just saw two natural hair girls and was like, pair them up. No, I mean, I think just Neo Soul, the era, the people that love them, their contributions to, to, to that Neo Soul era and shit. But like, hands down, Erica, excuse me, hands down, Jill can sing better than Erica Badu. You... You're high. Are you, you smoking are high? We're, we're about to have you another argument. You think Erica Badu sings better or even equal to Jill Scott? Have you wow. seen Erica live? How many times have you seen her live first? I've only seen her once with you at Afro. And that Afro did not give you what no, you, you needed. You that totally had nothing to do with what I just asked no, you. No, it, it does. It does. Be, oh, I, I can't believe this. I'm not saying Jill can't sing. I'm saying that Erica can sing, sing too. And people don't realize she it. She can sing, Because sing. She, she doesn't yeah. do it on her records as much. And But when you go and you see her live, you're like, oh, she can sing. And it's yes. interesting because Erica will do a lot of like Shaka Khan tributes and stuff because she's got that range too. I don't know, Jill. She can sing, but she can't sing better than Jill Scott. She's an Erica's an amazing that. performer, amazing. But Jill Scott is a more generous performer. Jill Scott is like is far more magnetic Captivating. than Erica. But Erica I don't, I don't has agree with more, that either. You've Erica, seen her once. You can't say that. How can you say that? You saw her once. I've seen her performances, and I've seen her once to, enough to know that, like, it was an awesome production. It was awesome. But, like, I don't think Erica's a, a better performer than Janelle okay, Monet. I saw, we saw Janelle Monet that night, and Jan, Janelle Monet gave far more energy it, Maybe in, like, that show. performance. But what I'm saying is I've seen Erica Badu perform live four different times. Every single time, it was a different experience. That performance at Afropunk was a much more subdued, slow. It w- it was interesting. I don't know what she was. I don't know what the 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 what she what she was saying with it, but it was interesting. I've also seen her up there with just her band, and she's like, "I'm going to give y'all a vocal performance today," and it's like it'll blow you out of the water. I've seen her do like the seductive thing that was in Philly, and then another time I saw her, and she was just like everything was Afrobeat, everything. 
Like every single one of her songs, she turned into some sort of Afrobeat groove and was it was like a party. She can do all of those things. You haven't seen it, and she doesn't put it all in the same performance. I think that that is so interesting. Can I finish and say everything that I had to say before you kept? But can I? I didn't know. Everything? I didn't know that you were done. No, oh, you I, done. this this is my statement. This is my full statement. I think that Erica Badu is the can sing, but she's the lesser of the vocal talents. I think that Jill Scott's puts on it is is a more generous performer and gives a better performance live. I think Erica Badu's music is hands down much better than Jill Scott's music. Like she just makes better music. She's a far more interesting person she has more range than jill scott jill scott does one thing and like all her albums are the same thing whereas erica will like try a whole bunch of shit i i I don't know i don't know i don't know i feel like jill scott's an amazing like who is you know what you getting with jill I don't know. I just you know, know. Okay. But you know what you're not you know you don't know what you're gonna get with Erica but Erica Badu, but you know you're not gonna know what you're gonna get with Erica Badu. Like that's her shit too. Like what did you I'm just aware, say? I'm aware <laughs> of plastic plate. Like you know that you're not gonna know what you're gonna get, and that's also her her. I'm stick. talking about musically as well. All right, well. You think okay. Erica Badu hands down. I already you I posted first of all, we're both from Philly, let's be clear. So this is like sacrilegious right now, what we're doing. It should be all Jill, but it's not. I said Erica's about to eat. And I said, Jill better stick with that first album. And I meant it. That first album, Who Is Joe Scott, is amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. I listen to that now and I'm like, yo, this shit is so good. But Erica, <laughs> her mama's catalog. Gone. Mama's and Mama's Gun. gun I, I rated Mama's Gun higher than I did Brown Sugar and Voodoo. That's my top. I'm obsessed That's with Mama's voodoo. Gun. Uh, yeah. So yeah. we shall see. But I, I don't think that Mama's Gun had the same the same radio play. We'll see. I think it's going to be interesting. And I think that because we disagree that you and I maybe need to have them on. The podcast, or matter of fact, we'll have them on Patreon. So every all of the Patreon subscribers, just know that we are going to have exclusive content with Jill and Erica Badu on the Patreon site, uh, and they're going to give us a little preview into their battle. When is the battle? It's Sunday, right? I think it's Sunday. I, I should have. I don't know. That really is a conflict of interest because so is Babyface. So you don't know where you're going to catch me. Also, I'm a mom, so I might be. Ba- oh, Babyface is on is on Sunday. Isn't His way in the exhale to- treat. Or maybe tribute? it's the ninth. I don't know. When's Mother's Day? We're the trash. The tenth. Hold on. When is this versus thing? Wow, that would be. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like crying with Babyface Saturday. Excuse me. So Jill and Eric are Saturday at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So get into the club early, y'all, because you know Instagram. That's gonna be, be a good one. I can't believe that they agree. And you know they they're gonna be because they're gonna go on there. They're gonna cut up. They're gonna be doing a mo. It's gonna be funny more than anything else because they both like each other. So it's just it's gonna be. I think it'll be silly, or they'll have like the driest humor that is just not funny at all. 
I'm Jill, hoping Erica that Jill will be like. Fuck. I'm hoping Jill will go on like drunk so we could just laugh at her. Oh, Every God. time she's drunk, I'm like, sis, reel it in. Remember that picture where that video where she was like, all you saw was her lips and the thing. She was like, why? I think, what was she talking about? She was so drunk. I felt so sorry for her. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have politics as usual. It's a lot going on. I don't even know if I should get into this, but Brazil, I thought we think Trump is bad. Baby Brazil's president is a mess. What did he's, he do? Girl, well, what is he not doing? He's still holding uh, like these rallies. He's telling people basically to, to that this is just the flu and to cut it out and stop being wimps. Um, Brazil has over, I think, 100,000 confirmed cases, and they're not doing that much testing. So for 100,000 people to be confirmed is crazy. Like, And then on top of that, a, a news reporter, I think two days ago, said, you know, there's there's a lot of people dying here. That We are like the new hot spot. And, there's, and you're not following social distance rules that local government officials are like enforcing. And he says, so what? That's the quote. So what? He said, people are going to die. What do you want me to do about it? I said, oh, Sheila, they're, they're, we got to hold Brazil in our prayers. Like he, he literally said that just so what? And said it and just had a straight face. He could care less. So <sighs> pray for Brazil, pray for Brazil. I, I, you know, I need to reach out to said who's down there and be like, oh, you all right? Cause now he's living down there. It's just they were showing. I was I was online. They were showing women who are pregnant standing around dead bodies, trying to like uh, do like these makeshift graves. And I'm sure what? these are very drastic, drastic cases because that's the media. That's what the media is going to report on. But I just was like, yo. But for the, their president to just say, I don't, I don't care. Por qué? Okay. Your that's Spanish. I don't even know if that's right. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Yeah, no, what's so what? I don't know. Um and then some good news. Our forever first lady and her husband Barack announced today that they are giving the class of 2020 a virtual commencement uh via YouTube's Dear Class of 2020. Uh, which is, I think, super dope. And Variety reported that other special guests are going to include BTS, Who's Lady Gaga. BTS? I don't even know. Um, Alicia Keys and Alicia former... Alicia Keys always in the motherfucking positive They love mix. Alicia. They she love her. She is always playing a piano, <laughs> singing a song, smiling and trying to calm people. Let me see you play the piano one more time. She's always like... <laughs> Like Alicia, Alicia's in the motherfucking mix. And you know down it. somewhere. So also, uh, Condoleezza Rice is gonna be on there, which is Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> Interesting, but they're gonna do it like a festival lineup. So it's gonna have like talks and then go back and forth between like talks and musical performances. So I'm sure Alicia gonna be up there stomping, stomping up there and carrying on and barely making it, just barely <laughs> making it. <laughs> But she's so positive that, you know, you give her so much grace. But you're always like, Lily, what ha happened to you, girl? I know. 
I I always remember that I saw her on that lady's first tour and she could sing that night. And every other time it was like, but girl, girl, you, you go, did you bitch? Did you practice? <laughs> Who is in your team telling you that this is acceptable? Swiss, Swiss, yeah. out, you Swiss cheer her ass on. You hear me? I'm like, okay, uh, but I, love. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, I can't even imagine like the disappointment, the level of disappointment when you know. You put in all this hard work for like your diploma, your degree, your master's, your doctorate, and you not being able to walk and like celebrate that. And and then you have to take it a step further to think about all the sacrifices. Like some of these students, this might be, they, they might be the first people in their family to graduate. Um, some what work in multiple jobs, battling through mental illness. This just given their all. And then like this life shit just hits and you can't really relish in it. And who knows, who knows the positions they're in now. So I think it's a really nice gesture. I think it's interesting that our for- former president and first lady have to do it and not the current one. Child, ain't nobody want to hear fucking Trump talk his shit. You guys did really good. This was really good. Really, really good. It's tremendous. <laughs> just like me. <laughs> He's a Gemini. He can't help himself. Is he a Gemini? Yeah, of course. He is not well. That makes sense. Okay. Then on some really somber news, I don't even know if I want to get into this. What? uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, have you seen this? Oh, God. Aubrey? I said it. (sighs) He was shot and killed. He's a black, young black man. I think he was only, he's in his early 20s. Um, while jogging and he was killed by two white men in cold blood. Uh, there were apparently break-ins in the neighborhood and, uh, he was around a construction site that had been broken into, but apparently he was jogging and people called the police and then two men hopped, decided to take the law into their own hands and they hopped in their truck with their shotgun and they With pursued a shotgun. A shotgun. They pursued him. He wrestled for the gun and ended up being fatally shot. And this is being the the two men have not been arrested because Georgia has the citizens arrest law, same law that Trayvon Martin fell victim to. Um, no, that was stand your ground. But citizens arrest is also it's like the same bullshit. So they're arguing that they had to protect themselves, even though they pursued him and should have waited for the police since the police were on their way, whether it's not clear. I mean, his mother is saying that he was always jogging. He was an athlete and they're trying to tarnish his name to say that he has a prior shop, uh, shoplifting thing, but it's also like, that doesn't mean that you hop in your car and your fucking truck and you shoot anybody. And it's not proven that he had anything to do with those burglaries. So even uh, the if worst... he broke into the neighborhood, you don't kill somebody. That's what I just said. I agree. I know. Apparently you do in certain places in this country. That's what they want to be real clear is apparently white folks do. Um, but the video footage was just released today. And I'm just like this poor, the poor family to just have to rewatch that. It's and it's I I 
I didn't finish it. I just turned it off because I don't need it in my life. I don't. Um, so we're going to be watching that case and seeing how that unfolds. Um, but also Trump is no longer doing coronavirus briefings. So that's a positive actually, because he was using them as a damn campaign rally. Um, but this stopped after he suggested that we use disinfectants inside of the body and after people died and after he refused to take any responsibility for that. So he is now saying that uh, he's also been treated worse than Abraham Lincoln. And <laughs> so funny. I swear to God, he said Why that. Why you pick Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> they shot Abe. So I'm just like, I saw this, this meme that was... said, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> There's a meme that was going around. It was like, it was like Trump standing up there like this, like, I mean, traitor worse than Abraham Lincoln. And then it's like Abraham Lincoln looking up like, nigga, they shot me. What you talking about? <laughs> but he's so, he's so insane. Jesus be offense. Also, also, you just said the N word. I'm very proud of you. Good job. I Let's was keep quoting something. It's just, it's like white people can't say it. So it's, you know, no, you're working on it. I'm, I'm proud not of you. doing Good job. that. Cities Thank are you. opening up. Are they? It's insane. Georgia's opened up. <sighs> There's white women walking around. She had a tutorial child on how to breathe in your mask, and her tutorial was to cut a hole in it. Oh, God, that was so funny. I was, I was like, geez. I'd be ready to fucking die in my mask. No lie, though. No, I'll it's hot in there. It's really hot in there. But, sis, that's that. just take the mask off if you're going to do it. Also, people who are walking around with their masks like this or just on it. I cannot understand. Like, why the fuck do you even have it on? You have to cover your nose and your mouth, dummy. But anyway. It's for the aesthetic. I know. Listen, Gucci, Fendi, all these motherfuckers, they're about to start releasing name brand masks. And these stupid celebrities are about to buy them and try to make them look cute. And I'm just going to hate it. And then the influencers are going to try to sell it to us. If you would like for us to wear a mask, please contact us at aroundthewaycurls at gmail.com for all inquiries. That is not funny. <laughs> but NYC, so this shit, I was seeing all these pictures of people. Did you see this on social media? All these pictures of the of white wife. people. Just it was just a sea of pale skin. You know you can't keep them, them white people from the sun. I mean they'd rather they, die. They were than outside be white. in these parks. Just hanging, honey. Frolicking. I mean, frolicking, gallivanting, gallivanting, mingling, picnics, laying out, reading books, and the police were going up to them and passing out masks. The same police that came to my house while someone literally said to me, "Your days are numbered, bitch," and then told the police, "The next time y'all come here, it'll be for assault." <gasps> who did nothing about they? They heard it and did nothing about it. These motherfucking cops go to these people in the park and are passing out masks. Meanwhile, I go for a walk with my sister and we're masked up and the cops are out. I was, I had to go to the grocery store with Jade. Cops are out arresting people, breaking shit up in black neighborhoods. Uh, There's a video in the Bronx where they were, now they shouldn't have been outside gathering, but they were outside the same as the white folks, but they were mourning the death of this elderly woman that was like in one of the buildings police out there hitting people pushing people just treating people like 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 politics as usual 
So it, I, it was just really. Let's be really clear though. Or I'll just say, this summer, quarantine over. It's a wrap. First it's, of all, let's be also be really clear. White people do not need to be cut. I mean, cops do not need to be acting. No. Well, fool, they should not, there should not be any discrimination. All separation should be equally sought. But these black people are not about to be quarantined this summer. In Philly, it's, <laughs> it's a rat. It's a rat. People are going to get together. You're not going to keep these white women off of the beach. I got my fucking, my house, my New Jersey house in the, in the, on the my mom walk. went to went to her shore house this weekend. On the sh- down oh the shore, God. I gotta go. I'm not paying my month my money every month not to go down the shore. I'm staying away from people. Why does your white woman sound like a surfer boy or something? Because that's that's see, you've been so Philly for so long. That's what people in in South Philly and Northeast, that's how they talk. Hoagies, gotta go Hoagies, home. Hoagies. I'm going to my home in 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 the shore with down Bobby. Down the shore, down the shore, yeah. <laughs> down we the going shore. down the shore. That's the thing. And these niggas is not going to be bright separating. It's a wrap. But the difference is they're going to be on dirt bikes. They're going to be on <laughs> dirt bikes out in front of their stoop <laughs> till one a.m. Making noise. I'm concerned. Well, we gonna see. And speaking of these wonderful white women, wonderful Karen's white mad. Karen. Karen is mad. Have you so, seen this at all? Yes. These white women. Karen. Okay, so obviously there's a meme, the Karen meme, and apparently white women got together this week. And decided that this meme is not okay. This and week they did? This they week they got together, child. <laughs> so the meme typically refers to a woman who's usually white, who is seen as demanding and privileged. It's the let me talk to your manager person or the person who believes that they're just entitled to everything that they want in life because they are white women. So feminist writer... Julie Bindell hopped on Twitter <laughs> and she See. wrote, she since deleted this tweet, um, but she wrote, does anyone else think that the Karen slur is woman hating and based on class prejudice? Child. She said class prejudice? Yeah. Bitch, what? Do you even know what you're talking about? <laughs> listen. Do you have any understanding? Black, another woman, listen, Social media just went wild. White women were writing like, yeah, let's can't, don't call me Karen. And Emily Swaven, at Emily, l- let me get her at. Emily. At E-M-I-L-L-Y-S-W-A-V-E-N. Why said, you yes, information? <laughs> the K word is stronger than the N word, <gasps> at least currently. Misogyny and patriarchy has been around longer than slavery. Just don't use either. Okay. And then <laughs> this I'm sorry. This is so funny. I hope she get the coronavirus while she out there tanning. She said that she <laughs> the visual that she has. How the fuck do I share my screen with you so you can see this? You have to see this this visual. Look at this. Stop oh, saying Karen. Look at Karen. Look at her. First of all, that's racist. You're using um a Japanimation image. <laughs> 
She used a goddamn anime image. How do I stop this? Oh no! See, try to get fancy. Can people see that? Oh, I probably on the recording. Anyway, so that was the thing that happened, and then Black Twitter got her together. I mean, I don't even know why they would tweet that. Because they Somebody don't know wrote, anything. She Emily Swaven, if you don't understand. get, she said, they said, if you don't get your ass out of here with this straight bullshit, hashtag Karen Becky looking ass Karen. <laughs> And then somebody My wrote, name oh. is Emily. I don't even understand it. My name everybody, is Emily. My name is Hayden. You gotta the the you gotta get on Twitter sometimes because the way people just attack is so fucking funny. She apparently deleted her Twitter. Damn, they got her Damn, to they delete Twitter. They got her out of here. She cried. So, so everybody cry. was like, okay, Karen, stupid ass bitch, Karen. Oh. But that's so sad. But Karen's gotta learn. But I just love the fact that Black Twitter responded, and not only did they say we still call y'all Karen, but they even released uh, some guidelines on Karen's <laughs> Becky and Susan. <laughs> Becky is in her twenties, Karen is in her thirty and thirties and forties, and Susan is in her fifties. And I think that's an accurate depiction of the white women that we're dealing with. What, so. would, what would your mom be? My mother has Susan moments, <laughs> but she's not a Susan. She just has Susan moments, and she's starting not to have them as 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 frequently well, as she once did. This country was founded on slavery, and I don't know. I guess the N word is a bit hurtful, a little <laughs> bit more hurtful than than um, Karen. I don't know. You, My mom's going to be like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what would your mom say to this? Oh, no. I got to talk to her about this. We got to get her on a call. Mom. <laughs> your mom what do you think about like, what? Call, oh. Who said that? What do you mean? Like a shenane? It's like a like a <laughs> shenane version for white women? Yeah. Like, like a funny. Shaniqua? Yeah, it's you funny. Do that, I you mean, do that funny. voice sometimes, Shawnee. You make that voice like a Karen voice. <laughs> My mom is down with this shit. You're like, yeah. You do All it right. sometimes. Well, so we need to take a break. Let's take a break. Uh, We're going to come back and then we're going to talk to, we actually have a special guest joining us. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about this week's pleasure activism, quote unquote, chapter that was one freaking page. It was Um, jam packed. It was jam packed, that little page. It was. But we're going to take a break and we will be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, and so we're back, and we're kicking this off um, with the return to our uh, book club with Pleasure Activism, written by Adrian Marie Brown. And so this week, we are reading a very short and sweet little excerpt, and I believe this is by Adrian. Um, it's on page 89, and it's called A Timeline Tutorial on Squirting. And so I thought this was going to be like a really juicy, <laughs> a really like full chapter, but it's not. It was just basically Adrian talking about her experience with squirting. And when it first happened, it was a surprise. And then it turned into kind of like the ultimate goal for her in, in a, almost to a point where it was keeping her from being present with her partners because all she was trying to do was like get to that space. Okay. And so she wrote something that was really interesting to me. And she wrote, but the pressure of ejaculation, of feeling incomplete without it began to distort my connection to my lovers my presence in the moment. Perhaps this is what men feel like. And so, you know, when men reach climax, it's, it's, it's an external release. Everybody can feel it, see it. Whereas women, it tends to be something that, you know, it, orgasm is more of a personal thing and men don't necessarily know if you've reached a uh, climax or not. So, I thought that was interesting that she connected that and that how she kind of, that kind of set a tone in her relationship when she was having sex, that, that, that was all she was thinking about was like, okay. let me get this off. And it was causing a disconnection with her partner. So we shared this whole idea of um, squirting on our Instagram before we actually read it. And so we had one of our listeners and followers on Instagram respond and she was like, that shit don't mean nothing. Like, that ain't all it's cracked up to be. I can tell you all about it. So we have Please. Nakia here, and she's on the Zoom call. So again, if you have Patreon, you'll be able to see all of this content in real life. Shout out to Nakia. What's what? up? What's up? How are you? <laughs> good. I'm doing good, ladies. Wonderful. And so first and foremost, if you could just tell us about your experience with squirting. Okay, well, um, the first time I squirted, I was about 23. Um, I don't know how to say I'm bisexual, so I'm with women and men. I, but it was this young lady that, well, a woman did it first. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, you want details? Yeah. How much well, did it say? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah. so, um, okay, so let me calm down. I'm hyped too. <laughs> I'm leaping like. Hmm. So what happened was, um, we had already been kind of sneaking around. So I think it was the more of the excitement of us doing what we was doing. Um, 
And when she was fingering me, that's when it usually would happen. Some people say um, when you're getting ketolingus or, you know, head mm-hmm. or whatever people like to call it, um, they, they do it then. But I didn't do it then at first. And she was always like, wait a minute, first of all, you were you squirting all over the place. Like, but it was always at odd, like, odd times, like standing up or like it was never like I was never relaxed when it was happening I wasn't laying on my bed I wasn't it was always when I was standing up or when I was in the bathroom or on the couch whatever so that's what happened at first but as I kept like having sex with different partners I experienced it more but I didn't like it wasn't like exciting it was more exciting for them Mm -hmm. the partner because they could actually Mm -hmm. see you coming Yeah. Okay, and but I never for me that was like a pre cum that is a pre cum. It's not like a total orgasm. So that okay. was needed, like no, it's not. Okay. People All say right. that because it looks good. What do you call the aesthetics? It's like, oh wow, I'm really making you splash all over yeah. the place. And I'm like, Yeah, you are but look, look at me, sweating. Look, <laughs> <laughs> she's getting all into it. <laughs> all right. Look, look, yes. this, um, this quarantine got me hot, girl. I'm, I, ain't, I don't have nobody. So, so um. Anyway, when we would like do that, I noticed that yeah, they were getting excited. My partners and I think men, my my husband, my ex, well, we're not exes, but we're separated. And he would only do. I would only squirt when he ate my pussy. Mm-hmm. When I when I was with was girls, it clitoral. I, clitoral, yes. So it was always clitoral stimulation with for you. my husband. Okay. Well, with my but with the girl, it was always so she would finger me and it would just like slash. But like, she, I, but it was internal or was it external? Internal, internal. So you did both internal. ways, child. Wow. Both ways, both mm-hmm. ways. Um, and the thing is, it, it's okay, you know. But it's just people. I think that it's all about the experience right so some like with men like my my ex-husband he would be like do that for me and it's so like it's performative it became it. like a performance right kind of that's, thing. that's and mm-hmm. then it's like come on let's do that let's do that and it's like no i really want to enjoy sex right and i realized that when you do that the person for me it wasn't like i was looking for the splash they were looking for the splash I'm looking more for, okay, can I, can I come to that? Like what? Cause I'm not really coming. Cause what happens is it's like a false, it's a false impression for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, oh, oh, they're really killing it. So after a, a while you do that, then they kind of like slow down or fall back. You know? And then you it's ain't like, even I, feel, yeah. The, I ain't even getting the whole, <laughs> you know, I'm not even getting the rhythm. You know what I mean? I'm not getting, I'm not able to fully come from that. Now, if I'm masturbating and I'm really like, I don't really use toys. I just use my hand. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm not into that too much. But when I masturbate, if I'm like thinking my thoughts are really like, if I'm really riled up, I can make myself squirt. But I have to be like extra. So corny. does squirting happen if you, okay. So every time you orgasm, that doesn't mean you always squirt. No, uh-uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And, and squirting you, doesn't mean that she orgasms. And squirting doesn't mean right. you orgasm. And you can't make it happen either way. I can't like say, oh yeah, I'm gonna squirt tonight. No, I'm gonna make, okay. no, I'm gonna do this for this person. Like it's all about a feeling like if you with a certain person and if they've already done it, like my ex-girlfriend, she's already done it. So she, she always did it. You know, it's kind of like that when somebody knows how to make you orgasm, it's kind of like riding a bike. If, if y'all are in that vibe and y'all are connecting, it's gonna come, it's gonna come. Would you say it's 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 mental as well with you with the partners or it's mental it's mental because I have to be fully relaxed because now for me when it when it happens and everybody's experience is different I know but for me it's like when it does happen it's almost like okay I already know what this is hitting for like I'm gonna do this and they're going to slow down because it's splashy, it's wet, and it's, it's a different smell. It's like a different scent. It's not like, oh. and it's not, it's not urine. You be skirting on people's heads? <laughs> yeah, well, hey. <laughs> and they like, so they like it because it's erotic and they feel like, okay, well, this is what comes with the territory. But it feels like a pat on the back. It's like yeah. reassuring. Right, like I did that and I'm like, yeah, you, did, you didn't really do that. You know, you did it but you did it's not really what I'm looking for you know mm. um because that's not an orgasm it's not a full orgasm where I feel that body shake and all of that that comes after that but it's like a it gives your body like a false sense of of getting to that getting to that place too it's like your body is kind of like okay that happened and it's like now you got to build up again for the actual the real thing and if they're not working, because you know you got lazy people, they don't they super lazy. When you got lazy people, they just be like, okay. Was there but any shame? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. I'm sorry. Who said that? Me. It was shame in that at first, yes. Cause it's like, what am I doing? It it seems like you're but it's it's not. They say it's not, say it is. <laughs> I don't want to dig too deep in it because <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to know and I don't want to scare anybody off with well, that. Well, I looked it up. It says there's a little urine in it. Just a tad. Yeah, <laughs> says it's wide down here. Child, you like what you but like. Listen, you into what you into. And your body knows. Now, your body knows. And it, it doesn't feel like it's coming out of your bladder. That's another thing. So that's why I'm like, it doesn't Is it feel coming like it's out coming of your urethra? Your uh-huh. Is it coming yes, out of your, I, yes. your pee hole? Oh, but it doesn't feel like it's coming out of there. Like get right. like pee, like now you pee, you get a heavy like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's net. You was like, yo, I be squirting, I be having orgasmic. I pee. think I have orgasmic pee sometimes. I really That's do believe so that. When you after ever you like hold after you hold it for a long time or after sex or something like that? Sometimes I'll I'll pee, and when I finally go, like I have to I have to relax myself to be like, girl. You can do this because my body, for whatever reason, and then when I finally pee, it's like I have to sometimes like cover my mouth of like this feels amazing, <laughs> and I'm just peeing on the toilet. It's very interesting. That's fun. Mm. I'm yeah, squirting. I've decided. I'm having squirting. squirting. I'm having squirt peas. I think I don't know what's so, going on. For those people, I've never squirted. Mm-hmm. can you offer a tutorial or is this something that your body just does or could you be like girl you got to breathe twice do six kegels <laughs> you know have no. a full bladder 
Mm-mm. You know why? Because some bodies are different. So we're, you know, we're made different. Like, I don't even know why I, I do it because I'm not looking to do it. When it's happening, I'm still like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, and I can't tell anybody what, because everybody's different. But if you do have to have a feeling, you do have to relax because when I first did it, the first couple of times, it, it embarrassed me. Mm-hmm. And I used to think that it was because like I had a, a, son, a son at like 17. Mm-hmm. So I used to think it was like incontinence, right? Mm-hmm. So I took to the doctor, the doctor checked my, my um, bladder. And she's like, no. be peeing my pants sometimes. Shanta, might be able to skirt. <laughs> <laughs> but the doctor said no. I, I don't pee. I don't have pants. full bone peas in my panties now. Yes, she does. No, no, I do no, no, have a little. Hey. It's it's a serious thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I can't hold my bladder. Like, I gotta get a yoni egg. What's good? <laughs> oh yeah, that works too. That's what they say. <laughs> you I, sell yoni does. eggs. I know. Use them. On the oh, you supply. sell them. That's right. <laughs> you better suck one up there. I don't get high on my own supply. Just Nikia. So, I'm sorry. Wait, I just have one more oh, thing. Jojo has when you were talking about Jojo, I'm a bad. <laughs> when you were talking about the shame aspect, and then you're talking about the relaxation, I think it's really interesting that your you said your first time experiencing it was with a woman, right? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that I think that there's a reason for that and I really believe that because I, I think that I need to say this the right way but I think that there's a way that women can make you feel safe in a way that it's just yeah, I don't know free. how to describe it and it's not like a it's not the sexual it, and that's the thing that's why a lot of um female on female porn is not really reflective of what that experience is because it's it's so much or my experience has been like it's about so much more of connectivity and Mm. not about like Mm -hmm. the the action of it and so you can relax more and feel safe more if you can get out of your head of like the the idea that oh shit this is a woman but like once Mm -hmm. I, i can completely understand the, the idea mm. and the fact that that was your first time experiencing this was with a woman and being able to to and she, she made me feel comfortable and and safe I felt and comfortable in that element yeah and I could probably agree with that um yeah I, I see that's a whole nother topic but yeah I feel like because it was a woman and I feel like because we enjoyed we took that time and we explored each other's bodies mm-hmm. and um I think that made a difference because uh the men I can't say for men but the men that I've been with like in the past or whatever they I'm a, that's young 23 so you you think oh. about it they're not really mature sexually they don't know how to they want to get their thing and keep it moving and they're not and without, to be, so. no I wish yeah. that they, cause they're really great. You know, I just, I don't want them, but they're great. You know, men are great when they take their time and they, you know, my husband, he was, <laughs> he was a right, you know, he was a good lover. He took his time with me um, in the bedroom and that's why he was able to do that. But the only time he was able to do that is when, you know, he was eating me, putting his finger at me. But I think my whole All thing on his was- face, blah. And he loved it. You know Sexy. what I mean? They love that. Just, that just takes. I'm like, oh, and I would 
be horrified. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say no, 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 no. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Yeah, splish splash. Yeah, he, yeah, you love that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Kia. Thank you for responding the way that you did so candidly. Thank you for being open and having this very intimate conversation with us and showing your face and being Mm -hmm. at peace and having such great energy. We really appreciate it. And we're going to have more people on. Thank you so much. Yes. Have a good night. Keep up the great work. I love you, girls. I love Thank y'all. You. Thank you. Thank you so Bye. much. Kiki. Wow. Do you love me? That's <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yo, that is so that's interesting. I want to know if that's everybody's experience. Cause when you look at it online, you see like it looks like they're happening. Well, they're also acting and they're, they're also fucked like up. Like porn is so fucked up. I've been watching more porn than I normally <laughs> ever do because of this quarantine. Like, go ahead and, and admit that. Like, I'm you like, gotta this watch shit, the amateur. Like, Why are you watching real because I, production? Like, if I'm into it, I'll watch it and I'll be like, yeah. But then if I'm not really into it, I'm just like, I'm gonna send I you get a turned link. off so fast and I just sit there and watch it. I'm like, this is no, first horrific. of all, you're not supposed to watch every video. You're supposed to take four hours to find the video you like. We <laughs> all know this. That's what you have to scroll but by for the four hours. Hour, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is sick. I'm disgusting. Everybody's monsters. White people are weird. <laughs> Black men are nothing but huge bucks. This is terrible. And I hang up. I'm gonna send you one that I think will help. You don't want to put me on the uh the he be making love child. Javier? Oh <laughs> Yo, that's make love. I, I don't fucking. even remember telling you about him. Javier, you getting red, child? <laughs> because I'm embarrassed and I'm polite. Yo. Y'all at X-A-V-I-E-R, <laughs> child. Ooh. But the thing about him is they don't be putting his whole video up. It be it's snippets. And I I'm like not to see women it. enjoying it. If they a woman are enjoying is enjoying it, it, I'm like, okay. I have another person it. for you, but you okay. might not like his hair. His, he's got a couple, four braids up top that go into a little small bun. But the, his are full Listen videos. <laughs> and he is a young hobby. Javier be really. I'm like Javier. And these are you ones, he yourself? kisses. Like they're like kissing. I can't stand to see the kissing. Mm-mm. I don't when like to see people sedge? kissing. When no, there... I love kissing personally. Like I'm not. I can never understand how people. They're have not sex. kissing nasty. They're kissing like they're having sex and kissing. I don't like to see it. Javier like kisses. Does he? Yeah, you just don't realize because it just looks so real. You're like, they are in love. They're getting hobby. married. He's married to all of these women. No, he got all them women strung the fuck out. Baby, they, baby. That, he is putting it down. Yo, if y'all baby, know like, who Javi is, leave a message. <laughs> What's our number? Call us and let us know Javier. what your favorite Javi video is. have our names on there. Around the way, curls. <laughs> Yo, I would love to have him on here. Are you kidding Child, me? you should have sex with him. Fuck being Ew, on here. Never. All the women that... All the men never. you fucked who have had sex with the equal amount of women, child, that and not even so give them the pleasure that hurtful. he has given them. 
<laughs> the way you just said that really hurt my feelings. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. So next week, I mean, we're going to... Wait, are you done with that? I want to know. Can you talk about... Would you be embarrassed? I really want to know that. If it smells like like urine, I would be like, oh, shit. I I wanted to ask her, like, what what smell? Because everything that I was reading said that there was no smell. Y'all, call us at 215-948-2780 after you watch a Javier video or send us your favorite (laughs) one. Thank you. (laughs) You're going to turn so many women out. They're going to be like, oh, girl. They're going to single or not single. They're going to look at that. They're going to start beating their husbands in the middle of the night. I like, know. You what the fuck that. are you doing? You do not know how to worm in my vagina the way that Javi is. Why your back don't do that? <laughs> Why you got no flex in your ass the way Javi does? Girl. So he be talking. He be talking shit, too. I'm like... And he doesn't talk like corny shit. Like, oh. Oh, I, I got to turn that. I got to put my headphones on now. I got to put the headphones on. Oh, I told you it's all in the audio, baby. I don't even watch half of it. You watching the worm. I'm not. <laughs> you just see his ass muscle. I said, what? Girl. And he just, and you know what? He loves missionary. He- and I'm like. <laughs> Yes, he does. Be. Like, cause he that's how you get it going. He, he's he like, no, girl, I want to see your face. I want to see your, ear, your face. And even if he is from the back, he makes sure that he has their face positioned so he could see it. He I'm loves like, them. He don't love them, but <laughs> doesn't he? No. They're in love. No, he loves them. He loves their vagina and the money he's making. But I'm, I'm curious. I'm like, Javier, are you enjoying this, bro? And that's important. And, and I think I think what you wrote is important too. When you when you on the outline you wrote, is this how men feel? Because we keep talking about the female ejaculation, the female ejaculation. But like, I wonder if there are men that feel pressured to ejaculate. Of course they do. I want to talk to them about that because we just assume like they just should. Like, would you be okay if you had sex for like an hour and your partner never came? I would be sick. You would, would be, be sick? I would be laying in the bed crying. Really? At my, I would be so upset. Like, what, did, what just happened? I, I would feel but you don't like have that was sex. such an you indication. You don't have sex every single time and ejaculate. I know. But that's what I'm saying. We're trained. You got to free your mind, sister. People be fucking enough. But a man, a man is just like... Yeah, I guess the pressure of men to be like these super sensitive, super reactionary. I don't know the word. It's interesting. I'm curious about... Oh, I got to stop picking my face. I'm curious about it. I'm curious about it. But... um, yeah, let me, I, I, you know, keep me updated, sis. Let me know if you... Updated on what? If you ever squirt. I want to know what it's like. I mean, I'm not really that interested in it. Like, I don't want to be changing either. my sheets all the time. I don't want a nigga's face to have a little bit of urine on it. <laughs> they said it's a very small amount, but it's liquid that is in the... Hold on, I looked this up. It's liquid that's in the urethra, and it has a little bit of pee in it. It's just chilling. You're like, just chilling. one day you're going to get this bonus point. I'm just sitting here. I'm just the bag of coins like a video game. One day you're going to get it, <laughs> child. <laughs> so, 
don't know. Maybe just to say that I did it, but like, yeah, I squirted. I'd be cu- like, I'd be curious to know what what it did feel like, and maybe I am when I pee. Oh, look what I did. Now that's pee. That's pee, Antoinette. It's been so long. I, I, I'm mistaken. <laughs> you Anything that comes out of your <laughs> vagina is like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Internet, you just put in a tampon. That was not <laughs> real sex. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually have a Diva Cup now. <gasps> Shout out to Diva Cup. Amen. All right. Be... What's the next chapter in pleasure activism? So, this is actually a really good one, and I would love people's feedback. Um, it's actually the chapter right after this chapter. It's on page 195, and it's from Me Too to We mm. Consent. And it's it's not a very long chapter, but it's really, really great. It kind of talks about how we learn consent as a society and learn to like go from this space of violation to a space of pleasure. And pleasure that is um, is measured with bra- boundaries and like communication, clarity, bravery, um, you know, and consent. And I think it's really awesome because it's something that we, especially if there's parents that have older children, both <clears throat> men and uh, both male and female identifying to kind of like talk about their process of explaining consent to their child. And like, I wasn't, I wasn't taught consent. And I think a lot of us learn how to become kind of powerless and victims at a very young age versus realizing that actually we have a voice and we have, you know, the ability to say what we like and what we don't like both as men and as women. So this is a really good one. Um, I learned practicing how to create that language and how to kind of clarify our own patterns of when we learned how to say what we like and what we don't like. And I I think it's interesting. I was just having this conversation with a male friend of mine who had hit me up and was like, it was random, but he said that it was a conversation that him and his boys were having and how he was offering this as a topic for us. And he was like, I think it would be really great if you guys talk about yes versus no in sexual situations and like just just talk about like there are some women and men who are, you will say like, oh, no, because they want that chase or they want this. And then there's men who take that very seriously. They're like, okay. And then they're like, oh, well, you didn't really try. But then on the other hand, there's women who take it very seriously. It's like, if I said no, it means no. And he was talking about how back in the day, like in his college years, before this Me Too movement and and things like that, he was like, I would absolutely think like, oh, he was like, and he was like, I didn't even think it, but there were plenty of women and, and young women, especially in college, who didn't want to come off as being fast or didn't know how to say what they wanted or had to act coy. And so he would be like, he would keep trying. And he was like, not in a forceful way at all, where like, I didn't think, I wasn't intimidating them or holding them down, but like, I might try to kiss her again, or I might put my arm, you know, around her or whatever. And, try. and, and he was like, you know, sometimes on the second try, it's a go. They just had to act coy. 
he was like, so it's a really slippery slope. And he was like, you know, it's scary out here for men right now because he said he had a situation where a woman came up to him at one of his events and was like, you know, what happened? Like, you never tried again. Like, it was like we were, I was digging you or whatever. And he was like, well, you told me that it was a, it was a dub. It was a no. And she was like, yeah, but... You know, you you knew I wasn't serious. Nah, yeah. And it's like you can't play that game. So no. he was like, it's really confusing for men, and it's really scary. And even Amanda, our girlfriend, talks about this often about having two sons and how like it petrifies her, which is why she gets so freaked out too when little Sean, when there's ever a little girl who like may have a crush on him or something. I think it's a really good time. I will be interested. He said that he would, he might be able to get some guys together to have a longer conversation about it if you wanted to. Maybe we could I do think, that. I'm not sure. I think it's great for us to trace our um, conditioning. And then I think it's a whole other topic of how we, sh- how, we sh- okay. how we pass this on to kids, like as parents. How do you uh. teach your boy and daughter? Because we just have to, at this point, we're grown and we just have to unravel our shit. And like, because I can, I can pinpoint moments in my life where I learned that how I feel and my discomfort doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And like my dad being the person that made me learn that and be like, oh, let me not say this because it's actually an annoyance to him. So let me shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So it's ways that we kind of have to, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very full conversation, but the next chapter is she breaks it down and it's, um, it's cool. It's cool. So cool. again, chapter. Oh God, I just lost it. Um, chapter. Me too. To we can hashtag me too. To hashtag we consent. Um, and that's chapter one ninety five. Yeah, that's another thing. Like empowering women to be like, yo, I want yo, I want that. Like I'm down to fuck, and I'm gonna squirt on your face. <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> And him being like, actually, no, I don't. Okay. Do you still want to have sex? I do. Let's go. But like, squirting's not something you can control, apparently. So it's a gamble. <laughs> I may <laughs> squirt on your face. There's a possibility. <laughs> do you still want to have sex with me? <laughs> but that requires so much maturity. But that's a great conversation that um, that we should have. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'm interested in that. I think that's a good one. Okay. So I wanted to, to end up. this um episode you know it just feels like the theme of society right now with all that's going on with the coronavirus with before leading up to it social media you got a lot of people in the way that information is being shared And you got a lot of people sharing what they think is right and what they think is like the ordained thing that we must do that will save you. You got a lot of people that are woke now and they have these ideas and these ideals and these people that they think is going to save us. And I'm just here to say none of this shit is going to save you. And I just wanted to make 
And I did. I, I made a list of affirmations um, for things that actually won't save you. So <clears throat> I'd like you all to, to, to really close your eyes, to really take this in, to really trust the hard truths that may be shared right now, but like, just take it in. <clears throat> okay. Are we playing the music right now? We can play the music. I have a great song that can go to the back of this. Great. Getting chosen won't save you. Knowing how to squirt won't save you. Having a fat ass won't save you. Instagram likes won't save you. Making money won't save you. Fashion Nova won't save you. Traveling every fucking where won't save you. Dr. Umar won't save you. The government won't save you. Dr. Motherfucking Sabi won't save you. America won't save you. Affirmations won't save you. <laughs> Crystals won't save you. Sage won't save you. And most importantly, white people won't <laughs> save you. But you know what, Will? These hands. <laughs> I'm telling you. But you know what, Will? These hands. But you know what, Will? These motherfucking hands. These hands to fight and to farm. Amen. Ashe. That's literally some real shit that I said to Shanti in a regular conversation. <laughs> ah, how do we survive coronavirus with these hands? No, it was so not clear coronavirus. It's Just everything. It's how do everything. we survive, period? But that really, this weekend really clarified things for me. I was like, you got to be able to protect yourself and feed yourself. And that's the fuck it. And that's the fuck it. That's it, That's yo. the fuck <laughs> it. Like, Everything these niggas, else. it's really taking me out that everybody's like, because what had happened was in 1962, <laughs> the white man came and now we are eating Cheetos and now we have to <laughs> cleanse our body because the virus won't attack a clean body. So now we have to drink cucumber juice and Celery fuck vaccinations juice. That's the new wave. and 5G. Juice. Nigga, that shit won't save you. No, because you... It will not save you. You're a hater. You have to take care of your health, chump. Listen, if, you're ha if you have shame and anxiety attached to all the good food that you're eating, you're going to die. You're going to die slow. There's so many people that smoke cigarettes, eat poorly, live to be 170 years old, and are just like, what? It ain't the food. It's important. It is the food. I don't agree with this you. statement. I it don't agree with this. It won't save you. 
Because if you're not really happy, if you're not really well, if you're not really thriving, who gives a fuck what you put in your mouth? What's this quote Jesus said? I forgot. Jesus says some shit about <laughs> it ain't about what you put in your mouth or what come out your mouth. Stop digging. And <laughs> Say it again. Quote the Bible one more time. <laughs> Jesus has said it does not matter what you put in your mouth, but what comes out. So stop digging. And if you're not from Philly, you'll just think that's really gross. But if you're from Philly, you're going to be like, yo. Anyway, it's hot. <laughs> and we got to learn how to farm and fight. We have to learn how to farm. And that's it. Fish, these hands. Farm these hands. These hands. But I do think that, that the food is important, Shanti. I think your food and your nutrition is important, which is why farm is in it. Farm from the earth. You are a hater because it still won't save you. (laughs) Doctor Sabi died of pneumonia, son. That shit ain't save him. Doctor Sabi was killed. (laughs) Doctor, he was. He was killed. It ain't gonna save you. Nick Cannon is gonna prove that. And it could make you feel better. It could. It could make your life longer. But in the long, like you can, (laughs) when the shit hits the fan. And you have this particular fucking diet where all I can eat is alkaline. You going to fucking <laughs> eat some meat when you're hungry, though. You going to eat whatever grows up out of the ground, wow. though. Your poor family. If, you, <laughs> if they were to say, y'all, Shanti grew up vegetarian. My she dad just... will die slow. My dad will be the first one to eat a fucking whatever he has to eat if he's starving. You know who won't save us? You. And this advice. <laughs> I won't. Yo, put that on here. <laughs> Shanti's schizophrenic ass definitely won't save you. Don't listen to anything I say. Where's Please. Joe? Don't say Poor that. Poor Joe. Joe. She's like, you're Joe, not gonna Joe. save me, mom. Joe, I heard Joe, you, you saying. You better learn how to fight and farm, it. child. She does need to learn how to fight and farm. Does she know how to fight? She can't fight. Joe, Joe can't Put fight. her in a class right now. She's in Philly. It ain't safe. Anyway, <laughs> that's the that's episode. <laughs> Well, it was a strange one. We went, we we hopped all around. Just a little mashup. <laughs> but we have Patreon content. This will be on there. Shanti has another very inspiring affirmation for us. <laughs> if that shit ain't inspiring you, you ain't ready for the revolution, fam. <laughs> that was not very inspiring. Shanti. If you want everything to feel good, feeling good won't save you, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we have our exclusive with Jill Scott, Erica Badu, <laughs> coming to you live for the two one five. Call us. I want to hear about Xavier. Is his name Xavier or Javier? <laughs> what is I his name? I definitely think it's Xavier, but I like I hate the way myself. you say. I think you're Spanish. It's your Spanish. It's your Puerto Rican aesthetic that makes you say that. Javi. So call us if you are also a fan of Javier. Or slash Xavier the Great at 215-948-2780. And let us know if you have experiences with squirting. I want to hear all about this, please. Or if you just want to say anything to us, like, shut up. But let us <laughs> know. I wanna, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that, that would crack me you up. Just call and tell Somebody call sh- and just hung up. <laughs> but you don't oh, have yo, to shut say your, your name. Up. Shut the- your dumb asses up. <laughs> shut your light skin asses up. 
<laughs> you don't have to say your names when you call. You can remain anonymous. So share whatever you have and we will, I guess, this is a short one. We'll be back next week with another Around the Way Curls joint. Is there a th- Remember when we used to do takeaways? What's the takeaway? I guess the nothing will save us. White people especially. Anything <laughs> that white people got to be a part of, it ain't going to save us. So that's the big... Ba- if you didn't take that away from the, ta- uh, the takeaway then. And squirting. That shit ain't going to save you. That shit don't even feel good apparently. It's not yes, even it like does. She didn't knees. say that. She said it wasn't a full <laughs> orgasm. That shit ain't even popping like it should be. Anyway, theatrics. All right, Karen, Karen's ass. Karen will get ain't saving Okay, she I will feel, get you killed. I feel bad for my dad because his wife's name is Karen. She's not white, but what the fuck these they talking about? <laughs> She's probably like, why do I keep calling my name? If you if Miss Karen listens to this, there's a lot of things you should be no, worried about. She rather than to this. <laughs> the fuck. First of all. All right. And we out. Bye. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good.